This SoFi podcast was recorded at an earlier date. Some material may be outdated and or mentioned under different circumstances. Consult your local health authorities for the latest on COVID-19. And Friends is up next, but first take a listen to this other fine OPI show. On this week's Minutiament Celebrity Interview... Rick, we interview perhaps the biggest star that's ever been on our airwaves. Okay. Okay. Think 70 star. Smoke. Half Chinese. Uh, things that go with Tommy Chong. To Tommy Chong! <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> Listen to the Minutia Men Celebrity Interview on Spotify, opishows.com, or wherever you find podcasts. Just search for Radio Misfits. following is a Tony Lasano podcast, an Opie show on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. This is Anne Friends. Welcome to episode 50. Season 5 begins today. The city by the bay, the city that rocks, the city that never sleeps. Which which city is that? How did you get on a city? We're a city? I think it's I think we're San Francisco. Oh, mm. okay. Well, who is in San Francisco? That was the prompt, one of you, to say who you are. I don't think any of us are in San Francisco. Yeah, you're, I was going to say. You're the Francisco. closest. Yeah, that's true. Okay, well, <laughs> let's not lump all of California together, okay? The fires <laughs> did. Oh. Yowza. hey Full of zingers today. Well, I'll start it off. Uh, I'm Sam. And I had one of the most adult birthdays where I bought myself a desk and stayed home all day. Ooh, remind me to send you some socks. Yeah. <laughs> or an AARP card. There we go. <laughs> me, I'm not that old. That was a good one, though. <laughs> well, yeah, uh, as you just said my name, well, I'm Kimmy, as, as he has just said. And I spent a week without my phone and almost got no text except for spam. Wow. I spam text now, yeah. You're getting those spam texts too? Do you get the ones yeah. from like the post office? Not the post office, but they say like, oh, it's the USPS, we have a package for you. No, I don't get that one. Get a shit ton of those now. Mine was for a survey thing and then vote, 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 vote. I get like change.org messages and stuff, and I always don't oh, know how to it. like stop it from texting me. I got one the other day that said, hey... Mia Khalifa says the number one thing is about how long you can last. Do you want to last longer? I was like, Jesus Christ, how are you getting my phone number? How are you getting these to my phone now? Wait, do you want to last longer? Well, sure, but not like this. <laughs> who is you that wants to last longer? Who, yeah, who is you? <laughs> uh, I is Tommy. Um, I got my new driver's license, and my photo looks like hammered shit. Wow. Uh, so... Yeah, I'd like to post these on social, but I'm going to send you guys the before and after. Yeah. Um, I, this is my old license photo. Oh, you look like a serial killer. Okay. Well, that was hurtful. <laughs> <laughs> well, the black and whiteness does make me think of a little bit of like, oh, what's the yeah. say? The Milwaukee killer? Uh, uh, Jeffrey Dahmer. Not Jeffrey Dahmer. I don't know. It got to mix that. Wait, anyway. who's dri- Wait, your driver's license in black and white? Yeah. When did you yeah. get your That's driver's Maryland, license? Yeah. 1995. That, that's in Maryland. They do, um, they do a black and white on one side. They do uh, Ian Keller on the other. Oh wow! You have two on there. It's yeah. There's one's like holographic. It's apparently like impossible to replicate. Huh? huh. It's the new real IDs. And then this is the new one. Um, complete with oh, holy shit with new COVID facial. I know it looks oh, like a before so and after. Tommy, you look like a grown man. Addiction. The beard is so <laughs> filled out compared oh to the naked I face. I didn't know you could do that. Tommy, you're, I'm learning so many new things about you. People. First, you can drive. Now, you can grow facial hair. I've been able to grow facial hair. You've met me since I've grown facial hair. I I know, but it's like two different men. One wants to kill you, and the other one wants to chop down a tree for you. I say I always look a little bit like I like I'm getting away with some shit in photos. Uh-huh. Like there's always a smirk. Like I, I'm just trying to smile, but it always looks like yeah, that's right. I said that word. It yeah, just, I said cheese. I'm just looking at it. It's just, you see, if one... Di- it's, you know, it's just the bottom half of the face that changed a lot more. You lost more hair on the top of the head, it looks like, in the newer one. Or you got a haircut. Yeah, it was mostly a haircut. I, I didn't just 
I did, it didn't just fall out on its own, but yeah. Tommy, you don't you don't look like there's despair in your eyes. You actually look happy. In which one? In the in the bottom one. In the top one, you look like you're hiding something. Someone used to tell me that like my license photo looked like I showed up to the DMV high, oh. and then just kept going. Yeah. Well, you look good, man. Could see your eye color too. Well, you know. I don't oh. want to bring up my ID because I know that there would be, you know, the comparison of all of them. We all look like crackheads. But how about we talk about something more crackheadish in the in the news? Wait, in we didn't news. do our sponsor, Kimmy. Oh, I want to get into news. I was looking at it. I got excited. I do your stinking I you, sponsors. I thought you were going to go into the sponsor, and I'm like, crackheaded? Okay. Crackheaded? Tommy, well. what's our sponsor? Today's sponsor is the vague concept of funk. Ooh, we're bringing the funk. Are you just saying the Getting concept of week. funk? Like, so not funk music, just the concept just of the, funk, the, or like a funky smell. The, the school what of, makes it funky. Yeah, the school of thought that is funk. That's so broad. When you the think philosophy. about it, do we got the it? The funky philosophy. Yeah, the the funky philosophy of philanthropic. For danglers. I smelled like the funk yesterday. And to answer Ew. your inquiry, Samuel, uh huh, we got the funk. Oh, we got the funk. Also, the funk. I would not think of funk as being crackheaded like because funk is funk. You know the funkiest song? Actually, the funniest funk song I've ever heard is um, a song that Rick James wrote for The Temptations when they got back together in the '80s. And one of my favorite lines from it is, "They say we got the funk." And then someone else, one of the other Temptations says, we got that punk funk. And it makes me laugh every time. Because what's punk funk? Punk music that sounds <laughs> funky? I don't know. <coughs> what you coughing about? <coughs> so what's, is that, is that, I don't like that cough. Next bit. God damn it. All right, Kimmy, we can do it. Go. Where am I going? <laughs> what? Go into the news, guys. Covering the news from around the world to your backyard, it is time for the news. The news. The one and only. The one and only news story that I have been excited yet scared to talk about because I'm also concerned. So, <laughs> in Vietnam... The police did a raid in Vietnam, uh, but their findings are kind of interesting considering they found 300,000 used condoms that were being packaged for resale. Interesting. Mm. Where do you even get those? Who's returning them? <laughs> that's actually a good question because I never that's even a- thought how they got them. It's like, uh, it's like how states recycle uh, cans and they give you money for it. I guess in Vietnam you can recycle condoms and they give you like five cents. Apparently they were just wa- like they were buying them from men and then they would wash them and reshape them and then package them in plastic bags. That's disgusting. That's so gross. Are they cleaning them effectively? Is it working? I feel like that just but the lubrication of it is gone already. Well, well, if they have the time to reshape oh. it, they might as well. Yeah, but the spermicide effect, unless they're re-putting spermicide in there, like that's the whole also that kind of goes on the inside of them. So it's like... Wait, they put spermicide in condoms? Usually, or at least the ones that I've seen before. Isn't that the point? I mean, I know that, um... I know that, like, something like Trojans, like, they're, like, extra armor or something. Mm-hmm. I know they always have spermicide. Yeah. I don't know if it's always there. Yeah. I think it's frequently there these days, though. But they that at least have, sense. like, lubrication on each side. If they're washing them yeah. out and trying to just reshape them, are they remaking them lubed up? <laughs> I mean, if they're taking the time to reshape the condom, I feel like they must have time to re-lube it. I mean, they have them in... I'm looking at the photo of it, and they have, like, what I guess is old ones in a bag, and then the ones they're refurbishing in, like, a bowl that I would hope they put lube in. You know, you give it, like, a lube bath or something. Would a lube bath... I don't... It's just... How do you make sure that all that is out there and that it's good to be reused? That's why condoms are one and done. I don't... I don't think any of them are good to be reused, Kimmy. Well, they boil them to, like, clean them. Maybe we should be... 
recycling. I was going to say, this less... Save the Yeah, less than the landfill. It's a lot of latex. Or just, I mean, just don't... Make condom art. I don't want to say don't use condoms, but, like, just don't, like... Don't have sex? Yeah, there we go. Yeah, that's, that's it. it. Don't have but sex. I'm also, but I'm like, that never worked. I'm saving the world. There you go. Abstinence is key. But uh, whoever, I didn't realize who said, but uh, condom art, they do do that. Like, they make dresses, and there's people that will do that. But I don't think they oh. use used ones. Oh, I hope not. I would assume they do not. <laughs> oh, man. That'd be a sticky dress. If you're an struggling art student, you use what you can. Wait, does that mean that like do do they they sell do they sell condoms that aren't pre-lubed? Because I would imagine if you made condom art dresses that were all lubed up condoms, I I don't imagine that would be comfortable to wear. You, it's a mobile slip and slide. You can just slide around wherever you go. And, like a penguin. <laughs> and if you feel like you're in the mood, you just look one off of you and there you go. Oh, you, yeah. Bloop, if you're wearing a condom dress, no one, no one is interested. <laughs> I mean, okay. oh no. You know, it's like those anything but clothes parties where you just you're not wearing clothes. I mean, for that, it could be different. Anything but clothes parties. Have you ever heard of that? No, but I'm interested where they are for scientific reasons. I didn't go to a party school, Kimmy. Yeah. Oh yeah, mostly. I mean, we went you, we went to a school that had Quidditch as a sport. The only sport. <laughs> I mean, I've never gone to one myself, but they even have it in shows and movies where it's like anything but clothes. That you just make clothes out of... I mean, you're still wearing clothes, clothes, but you're making clothes out of items. Like condoms. Man, you have to really mentally prepare yourself for a party like that. I mean, people sometimes just wear a box where it's like an old, you know, beer box. Bada bing, bada boom. Yeah, but what if it rains? Yeah, no one thinks of that detailing. And then this don't wear toilet paper on you. That's even worse. Tommy, what would what would you wear to an anything but clothes party? Well, certainly not clothes. Well, yes, that's a for given. Starters. Maybe just a big bed sheet, make a toga out of it. Oh. I guess that would be it. It's cloth though. Then that's just a toga party. I know. I'm sorry, my sheets are clothes? No. They're sheets, Kimmy. Don't be silly. But it's yeah. Still... <laughs> it could be clothes for your bed. Yes, yeah, clothes for your bed. Perhaps a series of hats. A series of hats would be good. Fancy hat. Apparently, as I read on in one of the stories, too, recycling condoms is not unheard of among sex workers. That's scary. <laughs> wow. On that note, that reminds me of an age-old band, Huey Lewis and the News. It, like, screams Huey Lewis in the news. What a transition. Yes. Was that a poor transition? It's like... That transition felt like a train. Train wreck. Yeah, train wreck. Uh, But Huey Lewis in the news. Have you you heard of Huey Lewis in the news? Yes, I've heard of Huey Lewis in the news. I am familiar with the album Sports. Yeah, sports was like their seminal album, but I think that four is where they really hit their stride. See, Kimmy, he didn't get this in in his intro, so now he's trying to slip it in somewhere else. I'm waiting for the point of why we're talking about Huey Lewis in the news exactly here. The entire point is so that he can make a reference to American Psycho. That's it. That is the bit. Their early work is a little too new wave for my taste. But like Tommy said, when sports came out in 83, they, they really came into their own commercially and artistically. Just let it play out. Just let them go. The whole album is just a clear, crisp sound and a new sheen uh, of consummate professionalism that really gives the song a big boost. I'm just letting him talk it out of his system. Just let him go. In, in, in 87, they released four, their most accomplished album. With their undisputed masterpiece, Hip to be Square. No? Yes? Yes? Mm. No, yes, what? What are you... (laughs) You You guys are giving me the silent treatment over Huey Lewis in the news. 
I don't even know what you guys We're are talking about. We're doing silent treatment even... over Hewlett's in the news. You, you, you're just, you're, you're just, you're quoting American Psycho. We're waiting until you're done. I finished. <laughs> I, I... That's what he said. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was a good in-between bit. I think that was, uh, I think that worked out really well. I loved it. One of our strongest moments. And I mean that for the entire series, not just the episode. I know. It's a great way to start season five. You know, especially after last week's episode, which was pretty good. This? This is better. (laughs) God damn it, dude. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's go to Florida. Let's do it. Florida. Hi, it's Rick. And I'm Dave. From Minutia Men. And here is What's Wrong With You, Florida on And Friends. What's wrong with you, Florida? Hey, wait a second. We do this bit. I have a story of Florida that is pretty cool. I think it's it, it screams Beastie Boys It just in general. Because a Florida governor proposed a college bill of rights to party. The Florida governor is really fighting for their right to party. I want to sing this song, but I can't. Uh-uh. Why would you? Why would you do this to me? Uh, so apparently, Governor Ron DeSantis, and I will say his name because he's a public figure, uh, thinks that students who attend Florida's twelve state universities should be able to socialize without worrying about getting thrown out of school. Oh, oh my God! No. Yeah. <sighs> He said he's willing to consider a college student's bill of rights that would preclude state universities from taking action against students who are enjoying themselves. I hate this man. What's the rule? I mean, what level of enjoyment do we have to be at before it's okay to break quarantine? Well, apparently uh, the colleges say that um, if they go, if they attend large gatherings on or off campus, they will be uh, suspended if they test positive. And don't isolate themselves, I guess. So, I mean, it's general common sense. Yeah, they're still going to do it. Because uh, people are stupid. Yeah. They need this more in, like, Texas. There's been too many videos I've seen of people partying in Texas being like, I have COVID, so what? And I'm like... It's all over there. there. He says that... Um, what's it? He personally thinks uh, it's incredibly draconian that students would get potentially expelled for going to a party. He said that's what college kids do. Draconian. That's what college kids do. Governor with the the vocab word of the day. Buzzword of the century. I, I just like, I bet all the college kids are cheering. Even though if I was in college, I'd actually, if I was in college, I'd probably go out anyways. You're terrible. What? I'm being honest. I'm not doing it now. That's true, but still, you would have been terrible. That's very true. Sorry, what did you say the governor's name was again? Ron DeSantis. Santis. I was making a Beastie Boys joke. Did you get it? I didn't. Okay. It's kind of like um, it's kind of like Huey Lewis in the news. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Here lose the news is not going to become just synonymous for when we fuck up a segment. Oh my god. <laughs> Woo! Can we get the can we get the rights to power of love just so that every time a segment peters out we go da 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 da. I love that in um in what's it back to the future where That's why I heard this where I first heard the song. Yeah. But I didn't notice until later that it was actually Huey Lewis that was doing the talent show at the beginning. What? Yeah, hmm. they play Power of Love, and Huey Lewis is just like, it's too loud. <laughs> I know. I didn't know I didn't that. I didn't even yeah. realize that. Mm-hmm. You learn something new every Do you like Huey Lewis in the news? Yeah. Uh, I think their early work was a little too new wave for my taste. But when they came out with sports in 83, I think they really came into their own commercial... Uh, into their own commercially and artistically. Wow. Yeah. Kimmy, you get it? This is what they call a callback. I know, but I want to just be like, why are we back on the <laughs> 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 Well, see, a callback is essentially when we go back to an earlier joke. Yeah. Was it even you... a joke? Was it even <laughs> it anything? Is... It is now. <laughs> God damn it. 
Oh, all right. Let's go into a break. Thank God. I need to get out of here for a second. Oh, my God. I'm Howard Sudbury. I'm Steve Baskerville. On the next Back to You. What's the point, Steve? That's what I'm wondering. What's the point of this border collie over here staring at me? Is it because of the blue shirt that I have on? We'll get into that and other things about how we might be spending too much time on our mobile devices, do you think? Wait a minute, I'm getting a call. On the next Back to You. Back to You with Howard Sudbury and Steve Baskerville. You can find Back to You on Spotify, opishows.com, or wherever you find podcasts. Just search for Radio Misfits. Coming up on the next episode of the Car Guys Report Informed Automotive, our Buick specialist, Bill Kubik, returns for another wide-ranging discussion on Buicks, Mopars, BMWs, and more. I'm Mark Vernon. Join me for this very special episode of the Car Guys Report, a Tony Lasano podcast, an OPI production on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Welcome back to the fifth season of In Friends, where we will be putting for four on the eighth green. Looks like it's a it's a birdie. I can't do a golf clap loud enough for this. Are you doing a golf clap right now? Yeah. Oh. Hang on, we'll all do it together. beautiful that was beautiful it's a nice swing into the next segment we have guys it's like tiger woods okay oh hey 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 <laughs> that, that can work with this uh for <laughs> sex talk if you want to go into tiger woods <laughs> uh, uh, tiger wood goes into you uh, no uh. <laughs> gross <laughs> uh, but yeah let's 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 go into sex talk sex talk Sexy. <laughs> so, I want to go off and start yeah. this with a very obnoxious one, because why the heck not? You ready? Yes. Would yeah. you rather sing everything you normally say during sex in an opera voice for the next five years, or hear loud construction truck beeping sounds during sex for the next two years? Um... I'd rather have construction, please. You go into why. I'm still deciding. Um, yeah. Because I think it's a lot easier than singing operatically while you're having sex. I, I don't think that would be very comfortable. Also, it'd be straining, too, because that's a lot of, like, lung energy, and I need to focus all of my energy into what I'm doing, you know? If I have someone drilling outside, you know... It doesn't bother me drilling inside if you get my drift. <laughs> and I mean, two years compared to five years, that can be a huge difference. Yeah. I mean, the year stuff doesn't matter. I mean, they could be doing, I could be doing it by the, the circle, you know, where they've been constructing for nine years. So I'll take that. Tommy, I don't know. Oh, yeah. I'm going to go with the opera, actually. Really? Because. I initially liked the idea of the construction just because it masks. Now there's no real uh, drive to do dirty talk. But I, I like the idea of just every um, every time just being like, I want your pussy. <laughs> and just <laughs> blasting it. Really belting it out. Yeah, it'd be good for your neighbors, too. It'd be a lot too. of fun. They, they, the neighbors oh know what's going. Oh, my God, it'd be going. hilarious. Because they, they, you hire out an orchestra to come with you everywhere. Oh, pull some Pavarotti shit, There man. you go. It'd actually be quite funny every single time if that was the thing. It's like, what? Yeah, it'd be unique. Yeah, it's like, it'd be fun. <laughs> Keep it interesting. You just gotta record it then and just have it to where it's like, yeah, it's here. It's like, see? That's a new porn genre of its own. Actually, I don't oh, think wow. anyone would take you seriously of you having sex, though, at the same time. Well, that's a problem I already have. <laughs> that is a new genre of music, though. It'd be True. porn opera. Porn opera. Popra. Mm-hmm. Alrighty. All right. Uh, porn. Huh. I uh, have porn. another one that kind of is an interesting scenario. Okay. Would you 
Would you rather endure a Groundhog Day-esque endless loop of your most embarrassing sexual encounters every day for six months or suddenly forget how to make out and have to relearn as an adult? I'm going to take the latter. I cannot take six months of throwing up in someone's bathroom. Uh, what? Whoa. What? Well, you can't throw that out there I've without talking about it. definitely had this discussion with you before. I think so, yeah. Because it was, yeah, it was supposed to actually be my first time. Didn't oh. work out. Combination of nerves, shame, Red Baron pizza. Gotcha. Threw up. Gotcha. <laughs> Terrible. Gotcha. Gotcha. Just the Red Baron's pizza fart. <laughs> Um, uh, I would take the makeout part uh, as well because I think it's a lot easier to just relearn than uh, go through immense shame of random Tinder meetup that didn't end up working out very well. That's very true. Also, just for the fact of like, you know, it's just easier to relearn how to do all that than you know. I just don't want to sit and awkwardly watch Barbarella for six months. <laughs> also, I feel like it didn't take me that long to learn the first time. Yeah. I feel like it just came naturally. I was going to say, yeah. And maybe you don't have to relearn. You get to relearn. Ooh. Now it's all new again. It's uncharted territory. Well, didn't you guys use, like, your hand or something like that, too? M- what? In my hand? Well, like, you know, they say just try making out with your hand. Oh, I didn't do that. Oh. No. Oh. Did you do that? Sounds like you're weird and you're the only one who does <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, some. No one does it, this. I know females that have, I guess. I don't know. Oh, okay. Anyway, next next question. <laughs> <laughs> Would you rather shout, I love you, mom, every time you orgasm, or shout, Ooh. long live the queen, while saluting every time you orgasm? Oh, oh my, my god, god, that's oh so god. great. That one, that one. I want to... It has to be the queen. Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine how much more exciting that is? Dude, I, 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 would, I would put the picture of the queen right over my bed so I could just look her dead in the eye and salute. Oh my god. But like the association now, right? Yeah. Just every time you see the queen, you just get a little aroused. <laughs> <laughs> Who's to say I don't already? I'm not saying you don't. I'm oh, just I'm... saying this is going to help. I'll take that. I mean, the, you know, I mean, the the, the former is a is a no brainer of a no, but the latter just yeah. I'm not, I, I, I love the concept. I I don't think I'd be able to say I love you, mom, every time I orgasm. That would that would be very uncomfortable, even if the person wasn't yeah, ruin it. into it. No, I, I don't know how you, I don't know how you ruin a boner mid orgasm, but that would do it. Yes, yes, I could see that. I can see that. But long live the queen? Oh, baby. That would just be fun. I'd do it already. If nothing else, you leave your sexual partners with a good story. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I was going to say. Or if you have the same one. Oh, God, that'd be so annoying every single time they just hear you scream, long live the qu- queen. And that would suck, though, if, like, you came, like, because, you know, guys can sometimes be more earlier than most. The girl would then always know that, you know, they finished. Yeah. Oh, you'll know when it's over. <laughs> Whether they shout long live the queen or not, you'll know. The minute God save the queen starts blasting, you know it's done. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This next question I have, it probably won't be Tommy's favorite because it's a little shitty, but um, would you rather be overcome with the urge to poop within 30 seconds of orgasm or involuntary giggle for 30 seconds when you see a naked body in person? <laughs> I'll, t- I'll, I'll take I'll take the giggle. <laughs> I'm in this picture and I don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's not bad. I mean, the giggling would be very self-conscious. Like, though, what if the, the person's like, "Yeah, I don't want to have sex with you now. You're just laughing at my body." Yeah, I'll take I'll take that one. If we can get past that, I, you know, I, I'd like to cuddle afterwards. Yeah, there you go. No sex, just giggle. Would you rather not have the pooping? Yeah, I, I, no. I, I like to cuddle afterwards, you know? I poop enough already. But it's like pooping. Yeah, that's true. That's true. You're really pushing the pooping one, aren't you? <laughs> it's like, come on, guys, poop! No. 
<laughs> Come on. Okay. I'll do this one as my final one for you guys. Okay. Would you rather find your parents' sex tape or have your parents find your sex tape? Ooh. This is a tough one. Because either way. Ooh. Taking a ladder. I'm not, I'm not watching it. They can they they can deal with watching whatever they gotta. Yeah, if you find it, does that mean you have to watch it or you can just find it? I I mean I feel like you have to watch it. I was gonna say I feel like the only way you find out now is by actually starting to watch it. You stumble across a blank VHS tape, you go, What is this? You plug it in, I think that's our scenario. You don't have to watch the whole thing, but you plug it in and go, Ah You still record on VHS your sex tapes? Yeah. Um, no, I still I thought the same exact <laughs> thing. I'm like, Oh what am I gonna find like a, a random VHS tape in my parents' bedroom? Well, I'm more curious of like if you also have a, if you're recording it that way because it's like what I would think CD or like that file that they try to hide on the computer that's like oh you know secret file and you know they don't label it right. I just have like a bin of every sexual encounter yeah. I've ever had. It's like American Psycho. <laughs> on VHS. Yes, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Look at that. <laughs> this whole thing came full circle, didn't it? Uh huh. Uh huh. <laughs> no, I think VHS tape is probably the safest way to have a sex tape. You know. Because there's no way that's you getting think? on the internet. No, they can convert them now. So you can convert to CD and bada bing, bada boom. It's on. It's into the world. You, you think they still convert to CD, Kimmy? They have a place in my town that does that. Oh. Yeah. Or, I mean, they, they'll do either CD or USB. But, like, they still convert VHS tapes. Snap. But I don't even have a... Um I don't. I don't have a CD port in my laptop anymore. No, not my computer doesn't. Even they, have don't, one. they don't make those anymore. No. Mm-mm. You have to buy well, them. My, mine's still from 2013, so I still got one. So I think it actually oh. is broken. I tried to put a CD in yesterday, and it did not take. So maybe it's broken. It just comes out shattered. CDs were actually designed to um, self-destruct in the year 2019. Some of them haven't taken, but I know. they're at least scratched. Makes sense. Makes uh, sense. I don't know if I believe you. No, this is the thing. They, they, um, the the CD ROM company, ROM National. They, ROM um, National. ROM National is is made by ROM Majors. <laughs> ROM Majors. ROM Majors. No, ROM. ROM. Not, no, not oh. ROM Majors. ROM Majors. Okay. ROM Majors. ROM. ROM. Majors. ROM Majors. Yeah. He designed them all to self-destruct in the year 2019. Well, that was a good joke, Tommy. And if you like that good joke, and if you like and friends... You're going to love Huey Lewis in the news. God dang it! <laughs> I was getting afraid that was coming up. But even better, if you like that, then you better check out these other fine programs on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network, like... <gasps> Minutiaman Celebrity Interview. It's an opie show, if you didn't know. It's about Rick Kempfer and David Stern delving into the lesser-known details of the not-so-lesser-known celebrities or examining uh, some celebrities that are maybe not as well-known. You can listen to Minutia Men's Celebrity Interview on Spotify. You can listen to Minutia Men's Celebrity Interview on opishows.com. You can listen to Minutia Men's Celebrity Interviews on Amazon. You can listen to Minutia Men's Celebrity Interview wherever you find podcasts. You just search Radio Misfits. Tommy, I have some bad news for you. You have bad news? I have some bad Huey Lewis in the news for you. Oh, no. <laughs> Has the power of love failed? <laughs> Did we have to cancel sports? Uh, no, I just, I need you to look at the spot again. <laughs> what? Just, just, I, I want you, I want you to just look at the spot on the script. Why does that say free kicks now? Why are you changing it? Because I didn't change it this week, and that was last week's. Why do I have to, why do we have to change it every week? Fine, I'll go again. Yeah. <sighs> Free kicks. It's an Opie show, if you didn't know. Rick Kemper and Adam Howard discuss all the latest in the world of soccer. You can listen to free kicks on Spotify. You can listen to free kicks on opishows.com. You can listen to free kicks on Amazon, Audible. Uh, you can listen to free kicks wherever you find podcasts. You just search for Radio Misfits. Awesome. 
I liked it. I liked it too. Well, uh, let's go into some history then. It is, it is time, time for, for next, next week's week. today. Okay, so if you think 2020 is crazy and that people are just off their rockers with stupid trends, actions, and just outright dumb, dumb, cuckoo buffoonery, well, I have some bad news for you because this isn't the first time it's happened in the world, bub. All right? I got three things that if the internet was around at the time, they would freak out over this, right? That happened over history, mostly in the 20th century. So the first one I have is that uh, in 1973, apparently, uh, Mao Zedong of China jokingly offered to give America 10 million Chinese women. Ooh. Jesus. Yep. That's a lot Uh, of women. Near the end of the Cold War, uh, Mao was having a chat with Henry Kissinger about a possible trade agreement, and he brought up the idea that China could give the U.S. 10 million of its female citizens as a gift. Why? Because it was China in the 70s. You remember they had the one-child policy and then they they didn't want women to be born? Oh, so this is just 10,000 women they didn't want? Yes, exactly. And Kissinger oh, replied saying it was a novel proposition and that he'll have to study it. <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll run some numbers. We'll get back to you. Yeah. I mean, we'll, it's we'll more women then than you would get, you know, what was it? Muslims or like... Terrorists thought if you killed yourself in a by bombing, you would get seventy virgins. You get ten thousand women. This is more. Yeah, you make a trade deal with China and you get ten million women. Where's right? our ten million women, China? I got another one. Um, so you know all the the trends on TikTok and Instagram. Like we did a bit on it a while back of just the stupid shit that people do sometimes just to get attention. Well, apparently in the 30s, and it's funny because I see these in cartoons and stuff. Apparently in the 30s, goldfish swallowing took over all of the college campuses. You say goldfish swallowing? Goldfish swallowing. Well, apparently in the ni- in the late 30s, a Harvard freshman named Lonthorpe. Washington Jr., the most 30s name anyone could ever have. You really tried on that one. That says Lothrop Withington Jr. Oh, my my God. (laughs) Tommy coming in here being like, I got you, I got you. (laughs) Uh, Apparently, he made a publicity stunt while running for class president by eating a goldfish live. Uh, apparently, he garnished it with salt, with mayonnaise, and with ketchup, and then he chased it with milk. Did he win class president? I don't, I don't know. But the main staple is... Why is that a reason to vote for someone? <laughs> hey, wouldn't you, wouldn't, you have, wouldn't you vote for someone who has the balls to eat a goldfish live? No. You're hurting an innocent I, I, creature. I want someone with the intelligence to not eat a goldfish. <laughs> I want to just know how he was in Harvard now. Uh, all the brightest minds eat goldfish, Kimmy. Mm, well, shit. We'd... Would the brightest minds name their child Lothrop? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Lothrop Withington Jr. Lothrop. This guy spent his whole life being named Lothrop, and then he named his child the same shit. Right? His... Like, he didn't know what middle school was going to be like for him. Especially 1930s middle school. He totally knew. He just was like, fuck it. This kid... Live hey, life. if I have to live with Lonthrop, my kid's gonna live with Lonthrop, okay? Exactly. You just keep throwing an N in there. Where are you getting that N from? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it sounds more right to say Lonthrop. How does that sound like a name? How does anything like this sound like a name? Um, I got one more, all right? And this one's a classic, all right? Apparently, in the 20s, the U.S. government poisoned alcohol, killing 10,000 Americans. That's a real knee slapper. Right? That's a classic. Right? It is a classic. Classic government. Yeah. Love it. Uh, potable alcohol was so hard to come by during Prohibition that people often resorted to drinking industrial alcohol, um, like the kinds they use for disinfectants. And the only way to get their hands Jesus. on it was to steal it. But eventually, the U.S. Go- government got so fed up with... Uh, with that type of alcohol that they began poisoning its own supply to render it fatal if consumed. Jesus. Yeah. Uh, apparently, uh, after in 1933, when they poisoned 10,000 people, it, it came as known as the chemist's war on prohibition. It's poisonous to drink industrial level alcohol in the first place. Why are you stealing that? 
Well, it's prohibition, Tommy. People need their drink. drink. So have a freaking soda. Have a malt, you freak. No. Some people were alcoholics. They wanted that sweet, sweet, sweet malt taste. Malt. They want that sweet, sweet malt lef- liver failure. Yeah. <laughs> or just get killed by a very... This is the one. This is the one that stands out. If like the internet was around right then, can you imagine all the people freaking out about it? Rightfully so. Yeah, cause even a greater divide. If this happened like the now with this, ugh, that would just especially during COVID. (laughs) Right. I can't. The thing I can't believe is that the chemists agreed to do it. I mean, if there's hey, no man. plague going on, you need a new plague. Let's just kill people. Yeah, I like it. I like it when the U.S. government like advocates for killing their own citizens. Classic government, right? <laughs> Classic. Classic. Hey, speaking of government, uh, we got COVID going on, right? So all of us at Opie Shows are encouraging you to stay at home while you listen to the Opie Shows because unlike other podcasts. Our shows, the Opie shows, have sanitized every single show for your own safety and enjoyment. We haven't poisoned any of these shows because not we're yet. not we're not part yet. of government. We're not part of PRX. Uh, so listen to Opie shows on opishows.com to save the world and be sure to wash your hands, people. It's been seven months already. Keep them clean. First of all, you should have been washing your hands last year. But if th- at this point, if you're not washing your hands, you're just an asshole. Yeah, I, I have to say, I started washing my hands more at the beginning of this year. I definitely started washing my hands more. But people were like, you gotta wash your hands. I'm like, weren't we already doing this? I don't know. Like, every time I leave the bathroom, I wash my hands. I mean, I That's was always... Been wondering. I was always just a run-it-underwater guy. Why? I mean, if you just... Look, if you just peed... Right. right. Let's run under some water. Don't even say that you don't. Right. No, 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 you no. You just rinse it. You just rinse it underwater. You guys still shake that thing, and it could splash back that at you. Thing? That's I my don't touch thing. That thing. You don't touch it. You don't it? touch it. How do you, you put it back in your pants? I try not to touch it if possible. You've mastered the art. I use my. I, I, yeah, I use my pants, and I, I do like a like a little crouch, bend over kind of maneuver oh. to retract it in. Use the pants, pull the pants forward. It's genius. Hmm. It's the next level. Well, how do you not get your undies all wet? I mean, you know, you can shake it just with like, just like a little shake of the legs or like some some clenching of the of the crotchal region. So when pre-COVID, did you Superman it? No, what? You don't Superman it? You don't feel put like your hands on like the a, wall? You just sound like you have drizzles everywhere on your pants. First of all, if I put my hands in the wall, I'd have to wash my hands. Secondly, I why do you why do you guys think that this just leads to to me pissing myself? Why why does it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm capable of of sh- of shaking it loose without touching it. It sounds more like and it's I'm not saying that it's more the fact of like your hands are not clean if you're just running them underwater. Not touching your. But if they haven't touched anything, yeah. There, if you put, it's just a little bath. No, bathrooms are also really disgusting. There's poop particles out in that air. It's gross. Yeah, they're in they're in the air everywhere. And you, you're touching things in there. You're like touching like the flusher thingy. What? Just just. What do you What do you think birds do, Kimmy? Okay, we think, are not comparing to birds. We're think, not birds. What do you think bugs do? Everybody. Why do you poops? think? Why do you think birds get, you know, swine? No, that's pigs. But bird flu. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> I was said to swine flu, and I was like, wrong animal. Uh. Yeah, but I think his point is more that they're just shitting everywhere, all over the city. Yeah, I think it's you guys just are just in the being air. Shitty. Pigeon shit everywhere. That was hurtful. I hope it hurt. <laughs> I hope it all hurts. Right. Real good. I'm still mad, but I'm moving on. Yeah. Let's We're getting do near- that. We're getting near the end of the show, so Tommy... What is your tangent? Everyone disperse. It's time for Tommy's tangent. Damn it, I wanted to say that. What's something that you're comfortable getting, like, cocky about? That you know that you're not going to get beaten at? Like, like me, I like to, I like to stay humble. I like to take that philosophy. There's always someone better, except Mario Kart. I will fucking destroy (laughs) you, Mario Kart. 
Oh, that's easy. Uh-huh. It's the office. Anyone factoids information? Don't tell me because I already know it. Don't tell me an Trivia episode machine? or something like that. I know it. I got it. I think that's the same way for me about like historical things around the city. Like I'm pretty knowledgeable about directions. Like I can build maps in my brain. I know where I'm going. I only have to go a place once to really know it. So if people don't trust me on where I'm going, mm-mm, I'm right all the time. I like giving people fake directions just with a lot of confidence. <laughs> you were you were evil, sir. Especially what do you do it to like random people on the street who are like, "Hey, do you know where this is?" Not typically like tourists, but just someone who's like, "Hey, uh, have you seen the um, like whatever stadium?" I'll just be like, "Yeah, it's up there on your left." They go, "Thanks," and they just walk away. Oh my! And God. then I don't see them anymore. It's... And they keep looking around up that way. They go, "How far is it? Do I keep walking?" See, I'm the, I I, I love those moments because that's like my time to shine. Someone will ask me where the station is, and then I'm like, "Ah, it's just down the block, a couple blocks." And then you take a left; it's right there. You'll find it. And then I'm like, "Yes, I did another good deed." Just point a general direction and go, eh, eh, that way. I like giving directions, and when I do know it like fully, it makes me more excited. But trying to explain it, sometimes I can be really bad with where I'm like, eh, you go that way, take left, right, and it's like, I f- I'll forget the street names, but I know it's like, from where we are, it's a left and a right, then a left. You know, I could do it that way. I just say problem with directions, I suck at it, because I'm like, uh, do you know where the McDonald's that I like is? <laughs> Not the first McDonald's you see, the one that I like. My McDonald's. Yeah, the one that I go to for my food. I don't think anyone's coming up to you and asking you where their favorite McDonald's is. I think they already know where their favorite McDonald's is. No, they're just looking for, like, directions to something else, and I know how to get there because I turn in my favorite McDonald's. So how do I convey that to them? (laughs) You're going to go five blocks north and then take a right on my favorite McDonald's. You'll see it. You'll see my favorite McDonald's and you'll take a right. You'll see the one. You, you'll know. You'll know it in your heart. Well, do you know where the do you know where the Bears play? No, but do you like Huey Lewis in the news? <laughs> I do. Uh, I mean, their early work was a little too new wave for my taste. Uh, but when sports came out work, in '83, you know, I really think, I think they, they came really into came into their own. Yeah, their own commercially <laughs> and artistically. Don't you agree? Ooh, I agree. Yeah. I disagree. <laughs> you disagree? You disagree? Yeah, I'll disagree. Do you not like Huey Lewis in the News? Eh, they're all right. They're good. Was the early work a little too new wave for your taste? Well, I, look, I will say in 87, Huey released uh, Four, which is, I think, their most accomplished album. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Their mm-hmm. undisputed masterpiece, Hip to be Square, a song so catchy, most people probably don't listen to the lyrics. I mean, Kimmy, maybe you disagree, but I think that when sports came out, they really came into their own, both commercially and artistically. Yeah. I mean, yeah, got, got a point with that one, at least. That's true. Well, listen, subscribe and rate to and friends on opishows.com or wherever you find podcasts. Just search for Radio Misfits and also tell your friends to listen to us on Spotify. Okay. Uh, or go to opishows.com or wherever you find podcasts. Just search for Radio Misfits. I said that twice already. And we're on Audible and Amazon Podcasts. Mm-hmm. Amazon Music Podcasts? Or it's Amazon Podcasts? Yeah, it's Amazon Music Podcasts or Audible. We're on both of those. You can listen to them at the same time if the Apple let you. And a very special thank you to our executive producer, Tony Lasano, lopishows.com. Opies, hippo, spell backwards, O-P-P-I-H, shows.com. <laughs> and our distributor, Ed Silla, with Radio Misfits. Great talk, radio isn't dead. It's just moved to a better place. Radiomisfits.com. That's it, folks. A special thank you to Huey Lewis yep. and the News. Um, their early work was a little new way for me, but the um, I, th- I think they really came into their own when they release sports, both commercially and artistically. Yes, I agree. Also, a uh, quick shout-out to my friend Jake, who listens to the show. Screw you, you had to listen to this whole thing before it got here. All right. Unless he dipped out long ago because of all the TV news in the news. Yep. All right, that's the show. Thanks. Bye-bye. I won't say bye.
1987, Huey released four, which nope. I'd say is a accomplished album. Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope. This O5 podcast was recorded at an earlier date. Some material may be outdated and or mentioned under different circumstances. Consult your local health authorities for the latest on COVID-19. The proceeding was a presentation of OPI Productions. Find our other great shows wherever you find podcasts, including opishows.com. Thank you. This has been a presentation of OPI Productions. Tony, can you shut up? On this week's Minutia Men with Rick and Dave. Fido or your phone? Just call me by my radio name, Chris P. Cream. You can't wear that mask to school. My brush with Anne Margaret. All that and many, many other tangents. You can listen to Minutia Men on Spotify, <laughs> opishows.com, or wherever you find podcasts. Just search for Radio Misfits. If you missed Lausano or La... Los, Los Anno and friends, here's what you miss. Can women play in sports right. with men? Mm-hmm. My argument is that I don't think they can. I'm just saying if they can do it, let them do it. If they can't do it, it's the same qualifications. Evie and I were talking about basketball, and she doesn't feel that women could play basketball, but then she described this guy named Derek Rose. <laughs> yes. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I don't know enough about this stuff, but she's like, he's like a girl. Well, okay. Um, Holy hold on, hold on. This is awesome. Oh he, Tony, Tony says things. Tony says things just for people. Mike, Mike so, yeah. First of all, first of all, Tony doesn't even know Derek Rose. Uh, I said that a girl, because there's a WNBA, and, and I think women are incredible athletes and they're incredible competitors. Um, but I don't think that they could play at the same level as professional you said as a man. Boring and slow. All right, you need to stop. <laughs> Radio Misfits, get more. Lozano and Friends. Lozano. Now on Lozano.com. Good luck trying to spell Lozano or whatever it's called. Season 5 begins today. The city by the bay. The city that rocks. The city that never sleeps. Don't you remember?